Am I good enough to coach and how do I beat imposter syndrome? That's what we're going to talk about in today's episode, guys. Super pumped up. Let's get into it right now. Now, this is a story all about how my... Hey, guys, Dino Gomez here, and you are listening to the Secrets of Coaching podcast, where we break down the nuances of growing a seven-figure online coaching business, and we are about to get started in three, two, one. How to beat imposter syndrome. This is this is a tough one. This is a good one. I like I like chatting on this one, guys. We'll hang out for a moment. So uh, grab your coffee um, and uh, let's let's talk about this because this is something I think everybody experiences at all points in life. Like I, I honestly don't think it even just is for online coaches. Like I think at some point in life, everybody's like, "Am I good enough to do this? Uh, am I good enough to be on the sports team? Am I good enough to be a starter? Am I good enough? Do I know enough to be a, a parent? Right? Like there's a million different things. There's no you know, formal education for parenting. Um, so there, I mean, there's a million different scenarios where we're, we're faced with imposter syndrome. So of course, because we talk about online coaching here, we're going to relate this back to being an online coach. So uh, here's a couple of things that you can do to, to focus on uh, or that will help you past imposter syndrome. Okay. And, and for those of you who don't know, imposter syndrome, right, it essentially means that you feel, you feel like you're not worthy. You feel like you're not good enough um, for whatever reason, right? And, and normally it's, it's for a, a couple things, right? Normally you feel that way because one, you're in comparison mode, all right? So we got to get ourselves out of comparison mode, guys. This is something that we, we work on a lot. We do a lot of mindset um, stuff with inside of our coaching programs, a ton of it. Um, and, and we do a, a ton of tactical strategies as well. But uh, you got to stop comparing yourself to everybody else out there, all right? Because here's the thing, right? You might be thinking, yes, I would love to be a spiritual coach, a relationship coach, a fitness coach. And maybe you're thinking, yeah, like I, I've been a personal trainer for a while, or maybe you're just um, a regular person who, who figured out how to keep in shape and you're in your forties or fifties and you still look like you're in incredible shape and you look like you're 20 or something like that, whatever it might be. Uh, or maybe you're coaching, like it's how to, how to, how to have great skin. Like you've always just figured out uh, a skincare routine that allows you to have glowing skin and people always compliment you on that. And, and yet you're sitting there and you're thinking, am I qualified to actually coach people on this? And, and the reason you normally feel that way and you're, you're, you're second guessing your qualifications is because you're in comparison mode. It's you're looking at somebody else in the industry who has more, uh, a bigger following or, you know, has made more money or has better looking skin than you or, or is a runway model or is a, uh, you know, fitness, super, super fitness guru, or can lift more weights than you, and you're a, a personal trainer, whatever it might be, right, or, or seemingly has on social media a better uh, and healthier relationship, and you're a relationship coach, like whatever, whatever it might be, you're comparing yourself. And guys, we got to get out of comparison mode, because here's the thing, like everybody, like everybody has their own unique style, right? This is the relatability factor that I always talk about that is so huge in marketing that I've heard ne- nobody really talk about extensively. But people are going to choose you as an online coach because for a million different reasons, right? They like your sense of humor or they like how direct you are or they sometimes they like how mean and, and aggressive you are. Like, they, you know, there's there's people out there that are like, you know what? I don't want fluff. Like I want somebody that's just going to you know, tell to me straight how it is and, and really be mean and tell me to like get my ass in gear, whatever it is, right? So there's going to be so many different reasons why somebody chooses you as an online coach. 
And it can be as simple as, you know what, they like your voice or you have the same sense of humor or you, you mention a television show and that's their favorite television show. And so they're like, okay, like I jive with this person. They might jive with you because you're the of the same gender. They might jive, jive with you because you were born in the same country. They might jive with you for there's a million different reasons why they're, they're just going to jive with you more than somebody else. And, and in, in particular, somebody else who might be a, more of a big name guru, right? So we really, we need to recognize that first, right? Like our uniqueness needs to be part of our marketing for that reason, right? And so this is something that we consistently coach our clients on, right? Is how to bring about your uniqueness and in, in your marketing so that people have a chance to relate to you more than your competition, right? Which is another reason why um, you uh, you want to show up on social media and you want to show people different sides of you. You don't always want to be talking about business because uh, you got to give people a chance to relate to you besides, you know, what you do or don't do business-wise, all right? And so um, that's number one, guys, is, is, is recognize that people buy for all different types of reasons. And if it helps you to put that in perspective, like, I don't know, look around your office, look around your room, and why do you like a, a certain pair of shoes or a certain, certain piece of clothes? t-shirt or sweatshirt, right? I think everybody has a, p- a piece of clothing that they found at a thrift store or, uh, you know, they have some shoes that aren't Nike shoes per se, like, if, if you know, and you just happen to like the, the non-name brand. Like I, I know on Amazon, like I, I buy all types of regular types of t-shirts and they're like non-brand name. They're not, I don't even know what the brand is, but I was like, hey, that, that fits me well. For whatever reason, the cut of that plain t-shirt I like the way it feels on me and it fits me better than like the normal Hanes t-shirt. So that's that's who I go to for my plain white t-shirts. Like there's gonna, always going to be reasons like that. So if you start looking around uh, first with yourself as far as like, okay, wow, that's interesting that like I, I bought this little widget on Amazon. That's not the biggest brand name nationally acclaimed recognized name that runs television commercials it's just this other thing or maybe you shop on etsy and you found this cool custom made little piece of jewelry or whatever it might be right and it's just from somebody that's making it out of their home like why didn't you go with the major brand name that's the exact like when when you start looking at those buying behaviors of yourself then you can go oh okay like okay so i even do that so that would make sense that some people are going to choose me as a coach over the big name guru all right and so that's that's kind of a good exercise I think to do uh, that will help you kind of get out of comparison mode and and start to really embrace uh, who you are and and how you're unique. Okay, and you really got to embrace all your uniqueness. Like I'll be the first to tell you, I'm a goofy, weird, dorky guy. Hence the intro music of of this podcast and stuff. Like I just love to have fun, and and you know that's 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 how you can summarize me in a whole. All right, and. And so just embrace embrace who you are. Like if you see somebody super successful in your niche, like you, you don't have to do not copy them as far as their their style because then then you really have no chance because you're if you're mimicking their style and and all all the things that they do, then then you're now you're now somebody really has to choose between you and the guru, right? Instead just be your own self and make that your brand. Okay? So that's that's number 1 and that's a good first exercise is to recognize that you have bought from non-guru type brands before and, and how much you appreciate that product or service, okay? Um, that's something you can do. Now, second thing to do is is to get outside of yourself. So when you are experiencing imposter syndrome or self-doubt in any way, shape, or form in terms of your coaching abilities, realize that what you're doing is you're focusing most of your attention on yourself, not on your clients, right? If you're, if 100% of your thoughts and intentions are 
how can I make my programs better? How can I be an awesome coach? How can I serve my clients? Let me check in on my clients. Let me send a text message to my clients. Let me post in our Facebook group and see how our clients are doing. Let me ask our, our members what they're struggling with or what additional new training they'd like to see. You know, like all these types of things. Like let me let me send out a survey to our clients and ask them what their favorite part of the program is and see how we can do more of that, right? All those types of things. If you're if you're 100% just focused on your clients, you're not going to have time or energy or even like brain power to f- be focusing and self-reflecting on yourself uh, to the point where then you're, you're starting to go into an imposter syndrome mode where you're overthinking, all right? And so uh, that's another exercise to do is just redirect your energy to your clients, all right? And that is going to make you a better coach. It will help smash those feelings of imposter syndrome or unworthiness, and it will get your clients better results, all right? And, and so that's a, a second exercise that you can do, all right? And then the third thing to, to do, guys, is just don't overpromise, Okay, so uh, if you're in the internet marketing industry and you're going to teach people how to make money online, maybe how to run a digital agency or something like that, if you yourself have only made if I've uh, only made four thousand dollars a month, then don't run around as a coach saying, "Let me show you how to reach six figures," or don't run around saying, "Let me show you how to make a million dollars." Right? That will absolutely make you feel like an imposter because you know that you're essentially lying to yourself and to everyone else. All right, and so just don't overpromise. All right. And we talked about this in earlier episodes, right? But not everybody wants to make a million dollars, right? Some people would love to make, uh, actually, I, I think it's a national survey from uh, the guy who does Teach Me How to Be Rich. He, that's his website, Teach Me How to Be Rich. I forget what his name is at the moment. I used to follow him. He's a blogger. Um, awesome. He seems like an awesome dude. Uh, but I used to follow him years and years and years ago. So I forget his name, but he has a memorable brand, Teach Me How to Be Rich, I think. And uh, and he, he ran a study on how much of a side income the average person likes to make. So the average person that has a nine to five job, how much additional income would, do they feel would change their life? Guess what? Try and try, try and guess for a second what you think that number is. Okay. So it's actually, it, it's, it's not $5,000 a month. It's not $10,000 a month. It is a thousand dollars a month. The average person feels that if they can make an extra $1,000 a month, that it would dramatically change their lifestyle. All right, because it's going to help them pay the bills and mortgage. That's like, uh, that would be a vacation they otherwise didn't have, like a nice vacation. There's a million different things that would do. That would that would be like several car payments a month, like that, right? And so, you know, even though the internet is famous for million dollars, million dollars, $10 million, all this stuff, right? Just remember, right? You don't need to overpromise that there are people that, uh, you know, they don't want to spend, there's people that don't want to spend $50,000 on a coaching program to learn how to make a million, right? They would rather uh, spend a couple grand to learn how to make $10,000 a month, okay? And so you don't have to overpromise, all right? And so that will also help with imposter syndrome. It's just keeping it real, right? And people appreciate real. And they really, really do. And and so I can't stress that enough. So just don't overpromise, guys. And and what you can do too, right? And what often will what will absolutely happen as you gain more and more experience as an online coach is that you will have, um, if you're a good online coach, you will have clients that end up making more than you if you're in the make money online space. Okay, so it's 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 different for if you're in the like the fitness space. Actually, if you're if you're in the health and wellness space, there's a great chance if you're a great uh, fitness and personal trainer that you will end up with a client that's more ripped than you. Right? They just might not have. They might have the genetics for it. Uh, they might have the time for it. Uh, they might have the you know whatever it is to be, to be able to end up more more ripped. Um, 
And so that will happen, right? Uh, if and, and so, again, if you're in the make money online space, as in you coach people on how to grow an online business or do anything with making money or financial investing, any of those types of things, right, there's going to be the client that you, you, you know, you coach them super well and, and they hit it and they hit it right. They have the right personality, the right brand, the right opportunities, all these things, and they, they'll make more than you. And that is fantastic. That is awesome. All right. And, and when that happens, right, uh, what you can do is you can then say, here's how my clients are making so let's just say you're still, let's just say you're making $5,000 a month and your first client that you bring on board, all of a sudden within two months, they've learned to make 10 grand a month. So they passed you and what they're making um, just because I, who knows, maybe they have a background in sales and you don't and they come in and you teach them how to do one little thing and run Facebook ads or, or build websites or sell funnel or, you know, build a funnel or copyright. And they're so good at sales that they just come in and they just sell everybody. And, and all of a sudden they're making more than you. That's, that is cool. Now what you can say at that point in your messaging is here's how my client, you know, went from zero to $10,000 a month because that is a fact. So you're not talking about yourself anymore. You're talking about how you helped your clients get to that milestone. So you can do that and, and, and that will work for you as well. Um, but those are the three, three main things, guys, of how to beat imposter syndrome. I'll just review them for you one more time real quick is one, Right. Look around you and, and and look at how many things you purchase that aren't brand name or, and and how much you appreciate that. You can also look at restaurants you eat at. Some of my favorite restaurants, are, I mean, are, are like the hole in the wall Mexican restaurant. Those are my favorite. All right. And it might be because my last name is Gomez or something, it runs in my family heritage. We love Mexican food. But like that, that I, I love going to a non-commercial you know, Mexican food restaurant. It's just authentic. It's homey. I love the decor. The margaritas are incredible, right? And so just recognize how many times you buy non-nationally acclaimed brand name items or services, right? And then recognize, you know what? The same is going to be true for your audience. There's going to be some people that really resonate with you and your style, all right? That's the first thing that will help you. And then number two, uh, right? Uh, Change your energy and your thought process and what you're doing from focusing on yourself to focusing on how can I serve my clients more. That will help you a ton if you just stay focused on your clients because then you're not self-examining in yourself. And then number three, just don't overpromise. And you do those three things, right? And and you combine that with um, you know some like meditation and some other mindset work and whatnot. And all of a sudden, imposter syndrome disappears. Okay, and so. Uh, that is it for this episode, guys. I hope that helps you out. That is how uh, to beat imposter syndrome. And so we'll wrap this episode up. But as always, keep doing you and have an absolute blast with your online business. We will see you guys in the next episode very, very soon. Hey, Dino Gomez here. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to head on over to thesecretsofcoaching.com for more resources, downloads, videos, and cheat sheets to help you grow your online coaching business. All right, and if you picked up a cool tip or strategy from this particular episode, we would love a five-star review where every single month we choose one lucky winner to win access to one of our coaching programs. All right, so that is it for this episode, guys. We will see you in the next one. Bye-bye.